there. Welcome to Hollow Knight Headlines, a Voice of the Force podcast recording. My name is Ed, and I'm joined by my co-host today, Noma. How's it going? Eh, not bad, buddy. How are you doing? Eh, pretty good. That's good to hear. And I'm also joined by another co-host, Dan. Yo, how's everybody? Extremely tired, but ready to work. I feel you on that. <laughs> I feel you on that. Coffee is yes. our best friend. I'm not sure if you're an edge drink guy, but those can also be your best friend. Oh, I've done too many today to even try another one. I might die. Uh, don't take more than three but, or two. Was it two? Yeah, don't take more than yes. two. But don't worry about us. You're here to listen to news. And before we get into that, let's tell you a little bit of a rundown of what this is about. And my good friend Noma will be able to give you a bit more info on that. Yeah, so here at Hollow Knight Headlines, we are here to bring you the latest information on everything Star Wars we can find. We usually divide those into categories, which are video games, TV shows, comics, books, movies, general news in the fandom, board games and miniatures, and events. So yeah, we try to bring you everything that we can find on new Star Wars news. And uh, if you guys have any comments or feedback or... You know, just want to let us know what you guys think about anything we talk about in these episodes, then we'd love to hear from you. And Dan, do you mind telling the listeners how they can get a hold of us? Sure, yeah, you can get a hold of us through various means, and you can contact us through the website at www.voiceoftheforce.com, where you can find all of our episode posts with uh, new information, episode images there, because um, some podcast platforms don't uh, accept those. They just have our normal art for our podcast logo, but uh, we also have alternate art sometimes that can be up there. And you can find all the links like you can in the podcast feed there on every episode post. Uh, you can also find our store there to buy some merchandise like t-shirts and things. Uh, I think we have like mugs and like pillows and like face masks and stuff. It's just it just adds it in there. So you can have our logo on your face if you want to. I don't want to, but you could. <laughs> um, you can also email us at endorsement. Yeah. Voice of the force at gmail.com. And uh, you can put in the subject line um, voice of the fans and let us know what you thought of this episode. And you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at VoiceForcePod. And if you do that, you can retweet our episode tweets on um, Twitter. And you can also uh, share your story on uh, Instagram to let everybody know that you listen to the Voice of the Force podcast. You think it's great and you want them to listen and to grow our listener base as well. Uh, you can also listen, rate, review, and subscribe and follow to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Remember to review the podcast. It only takes a few minutes, and we really do appreciate it because it helps with, if someone searches Star Wars podcast on a podcast platform, it helps them see that podcast first and jump into it and see if they like it. So it helps with our visibility, and we wouldn't ask you if it didn't help, and it means so much to us. Also, you can subscribe for free, like we said to get the latest episode as soon as it releases, or follow, depending on what platform you're on. Back to you, Ed. Excellent. No. <laughs> Moving on, we have TV and movie news for you. Mostly TV news, but for all of you who have really liked The Bad Batch from Season 7 of The Clone Wars, and you want to see more of them, uh, first you have... there's. A new emoji for Hunter. I think he's the leader of the Bad Batch. Yeah, he's got the headband. No, it's it's this emoji's weak. I'm gonna say it right off the start. It's his <laughs> helmet. You could literally have a helmet for anybody. But hey, there you go. It's There's something. a new one. Yeah. So if this is something you're really interested in, go for it. They also got a poster for him. Is it, uh, the all, Bad Batch for it? Is that how you get it? Yeah, okay. and it's all over. You, you'll see. 
it looks like order 66 happening i'm not sure it looks like a really nice really nice poster um there's also a young girl in there we have no idea who she is yeah so we see palpatine in the back there looks like a it's a almost destroyed dropship it's not it's not the lat it's uh oh you mean on the bottom right the uh, on the top left Oh, that's the, I think that's a Bad Batch, like, special shuttle thing they have. I don't know. It's, like, the precursor to the it, Delta shuttle, I think, is it? Yeah, because it's an Imperial shuttle mm. design. Yeah, it's kind of, um, like, in between Republic and Imperial, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's going to, uh, hopefully, this series kind of ties in Order 66 with everything else and that transition, because we know what happens. We never, and then all of a sudden, there's a Stormtroopers. You never see that, like, gradual transition that they talk about in the in some of the Legends books. Yeah. Uh, I'm specifically thinking of the Karen Travis ones, because those ones, okay. you actually see how the helmets are changing, how the methodology is changing, how the indoctrination is starting. You see all of that. And it's mm. it's a really interesting change, and you see how insidious it is, really. Mm -hmm. um, but to give you more, there is a trailer for the Bad Batch out, if you want to check that out. Um, I haven't seen it yet. It's one of those things where it's like, okay, yes, it's, I'm glad it's coming through. It's more how interested am I? Not crazy over the moon to go watch a trailer, but I'm one of those people who hates watching trailers anyway. So when as soon as it comes out, that'll have my full attention. And so I'll you're not gonna watch a trailer beforehand? You kind of be oh, no. surprised. Oh no, I like to get all of that new stuff. Just okay, it's here. Show me, and I'll be blown back. Yeah, yeah. Which is which is good, I think, because in the last trailer and in this trailer, I think it, they push it even more. There's a couple spoilers that I wouldn't have minded not seeing. Mm -hmm. Uh, because so. what's the point if you have like a season that's either seven to ten episodes or whatever don't show any of that yeah give me yeah. the smallest because or i'm gonna i'm gonna get to it in like yeah. hours anyway because i'll just binge it if you put it all through i feel so like just let me see that i feel like they pulled like a this is the first half of the season because they did that with the the clone wars right season seven the final yeah. season and they only showed like the first four episode like stuff in the first four episodes or something oh, yeah, yeah and they did with the mandalorian to too right who wants to see the episodes of the girls and Ahsoka just in chorus? <laughs> Nobody would care. Yeah, yeah. Or even any of like any but, of the Darth Maul stuff they didn't show at the very end, right? But yeah, but what this reminds me of is like it's the the Civil War trailers, right? Yeah. Uh, the Captain America ones, where it's like, I mean, spoilers if you haven't seen Civil War, but I'd kind of be surprised much. at this point. But <laughs> yeah, I was yeah say. It's, it's like you know, seeing Civil War was still a fun movie it would have been i feel like a better movie if they hadn't revealed to me that spider-man was in it yeah yeah like at all right because they make it a big thing for the trailer to get everybody hyped but you lose a lot of you know um Subversion. you lose a lot of that wow surprise factor yeah. and bad batch has a the suit they had for him too right yeah yeah exactly right yeah, because being able to see those those eyes move and stuff. And Bad Batch has something similar in it. Mm -hmm. I won't say it, obviously, because I don't want to spoil it. But, yeah, I, like I saw it in the trailer, and I was like, oh, that's super cool. I wish you hadn't shown me. Yeah. Like, that was my immediate response when I saw it. So, But I guess also speaking about that trailer, uh, Dan, I think we were talking about this before, and you had a theory, or you, you saw a theory, a theory yeah. for the girl that I don't know if i buy yeah i'm not sure about it either it'd be really weird if it was the case so in in can or in eu apparently uh there was a clone that Django fett had or they made um from Django fett's genes and or dna and uh it was the girl and it was like a sister of Django fett or something like that i'm not sure if it was like a sister or a cloned like female like genetically modified version of Django. i don't know 
Um, but I mean, if we're seeing her this age in um, the Bad Batch, I don't think, unless they've like stopped her from aging or something like that, like there's no way she's a clone unless she's a newer clone. Mm. Um, but yeah, apparently there was like a thing about Django's sister or like a clone that's like a sister to Django or something. Yeah, which so. I, I immediately was very kind of like, I don't buy that. Or at least it seems really weird to me if that was the case. Yeah. Um, only because I... I uh, I, I don't know if you read this, but the the Django Fett comic that came out that gave him his backstory. Um, mm-hmm. I assume you have because because we've talked about Death Watch and and the Vizslas from from that time. Yeah. Um, so for those who don't know, in that Django Fett comic, you do see Django's parents for the entire first issue until they're all they're his whole family's presumed killed yeah. by Death Watch. Um, and so he has a, he does have an older sister. Um, but the two things I immediately think of is I'm pretty sure she was a brunette, not blonde. I think you're right on and, that one. And yeah, and his whole family were farmers. They're they're not soldiers, right? They were they were farmers who were attacked by Death Watch. Django escapes, uh, gets picked up by Jaster Muriel and Montross, and Shit, that then like brought into the True Mandalorians. <laughs> kinda, kinda, except except the only difference being um, Luke Skywalker wasn't there when his yes, aunt and uncle were fair. killed. Django yeah. basically sees it happen. Yeah. Um, but I mean, who knows? That is Legends now, so maybe that'll be it. But who knows? I also yeah, see on this poster sure. here, we get the shuttle on the right hand side, the cargo shuttle that has a very similar uh, resemblance to the one from the High Republic, but it also mm-hmm. is the same exact, not exact, but it's like the same model and stuff as the one that we see in Rebels when uh, they go like Ezra and everybody and Hondo are on the cargo shuttle and you see like the phase one dark troopers, I guess, like the droid, the droid versions. Um, uh yeah those are those are the phase twos though it was a phase two okay so yeah it was yeah, those yeah. that we see it on so i'm assuming they're doing something of you know trying to take some cargo from something or trying to stop something from happening yeah um actually sorry I should, also, I should also clarify they're phase two in legends they might be phase one in in rebels i, uh, I don't know okay. yeah it's the same the droid that fights in... the droid uh thrawn fights yeah yeah, yeah. it's because they because i don't know how they're doing that one because they have different arms than the phase twos had yeah um but yeah, because the phase ones were just kind of sad battle droids with a shield and a sword. Yeah, and they were big. Like they were like seven feet tall. Yeah, yeah, like they that. were pretty tall. Um, yeah. But on the poster, we get some pretty good stuff. Like we get, you know, the front and center group, but we also have Emperor Palpatine's hologram of execute order 66 and, <laughs> and all that, which is kind of cool. Um, and the down star destroyer from the Republic is good. It is pretty nice. I mean, I'm glad to see these guys back and i'm actually like the trailer hyped me up a, bu- a bu- bunch more and some of my uh speculations before we even had the poster or the trailer i think are going to come true um mm. but we're, i'm excited to see it and uh if you guys want to watch the trailer we'll have the link in the description for you and you can go watch that it's been a few weeks but it's a good trailer and i recommend it heavily mm-hmm. it can honestly just be a part of the new season and that's something they haven't spoiled and if that's the case thank you that's what you should do um now i haven't seen this show and i didn't hear news about it before but back in june of 2018 uh uh the force reported that disney was filing for multiple trademarks surrounding the name star wars detours it's an animated show that was announced by lucas back in 2009 so it's weird to see um something that's from way back being dragged in like this without any sort of i guess mix around or change or disney stamp because it is a lucas idea um 
so there it was leaked on reddit for in november of last year and that was quickly removed because hey disney don't want anybody knowing that right mm-hmm. so uh there's a website called the vulcan reporter that says they have learned the long lost show will be coming to disney plus after 12 years since george Lou first mentioned it um, but no announcement has been made yet, and it's not being confirmed by Disney, so this is just pure speculation and rumor right now. It might be a surprise release for May the 4th, so that could be a thing. Do, I can we, see know what, yeah, do we know what this is really about? Again, this is one of those things where it's like, <laughs> no, you know what? Good. <laughs> if it's animated, are we going to get one more thing? I don't know where they could go with this. It might just be random things. It could be the production company talking about how they're making stuff. Who knows? Mm-hmm. It feels like I don't think they would do this because that just seems like why would Disney post a slap in the face to themselves if these guys had a bunch of good ideas that they just, you know, didn't do? Yeah. Because there, the one of the episodes apparently was called Dog Day Afternoon. Um, I think they're kind of like your Saturday morning cartoon kind of thing. So it has like no bearing on canon. It's just like, here's R2-D2 and C-3PO walking through the desert and they're getting into a problem. Oh no, jinkies, you know? Like yeah. This is one of those things I probably won't watch, honestly, because it's it's got like a six minute video that was leaked before and it was called Dog Day Afternoon and it featured mm-hmm. Weird Al and Andy Richter. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, and they're they're like a droid and something else and who knows if they're singing or whatever. And so it's just like, dude, I... I am down I'm for sorry, Weird Al's I a don't droid. care. <laughs> there, there's, there's a single episode of Detours I remember seeing because they were, if I remember correctly, and I might be wrong because it's when it came out in like 2009. I think. Yeah, I heard it. I remember uh, hearing yeah. about it. Yeah. So the only episode I remember seeing, which I think is when they started coming out, is there's an episode where it's like, oh, what was Obi Wan doing once he, you know, had left the Jedi, or once he wasn't able to be a Jedi anymore? It's just. It's like the Obi-Wan like Kenobi he... series. Like, what What if? Like, what's happening? Yeah, but it, it was, like, played up for, like, G-rated comedy. And it was just, okay. like, uh, like he's at a diner and, like, a bunch of things go wrong. I, again, vague, guess... vague recollections of it. Yeah, it sounds like um, a Saturday morning cartoon kind of skit. Yeah, basically. And and I remember that it was, like, it was like 3D caricatures kind of style. Um, kind of, like, okay. big head, small body kind of thing. Um, I think I remember chuckling a couple of times at it. It's good for kids. Like, it's a good way to get kids into Star Wars, especially yeah, younger it's kids. Def- yeah, it's How definitely many... more towards younger. Sorry? Okay, like, sometimes there's things that are good ideas, and they're just doing things to do them and then labeling stuff like that. Like, how many times have we said, oh, this is going to be great for kids to get into? This is great for kids. Mm-hmm. Stop dumbing things down for kids. <laughs> well, I think, I think it's just that the violence in Star Wars, right? That's a big thing that people don't oh, share. I'm sorry. Share their, well, share with the kids like, the when they're title. younger, right? <laughs> Like, if I had a kid and yeah. I wanted to show them, like, the Clone Wars because it's amazing and I love it, I feel like that for, like, a five-year-old is probably too much for a kindergartner, you know what I mean? Mm. No, because it starts off uh. as that kitty villain of the week, here's the moral of the story. They tell you it in the first little lines of, oh, but I mean, the, the, the bad thing, and yeah, there's always darkness, and then the light will be found, or something. I'm paraphrasing yeah. terribly. <laughs> but there's stuff like that like all this stuff look at what they did for seven look at what they did for the it, it doesn't matter what age you want to introduce your kid to we were like mm-hmm. seven when we saw episode one you that's know true. and there yeah, was more that's, that's there was great too you're a lot oh, more I'm mature in grade two. <laughs> oh, trust me between grade two and kindergarten there's a big difference but what yeah, are they sure, going to retain but... from kindergarten at that point then but oh I mean, flashy yeah. sword is cool you're not yeah. wrong i watched i watched darth Maul. 
yeah, I watched Darth Maul get bisected when I was seven or eight. Yeah, yeah. I, I could just and, see them like they you know, were. I was fine with this, it. This so like, what, thing. what do you need this random droid thing for when you're five that has no connection to the big story overall? So when you go and start watching this, you're looking for you're gonna start looking for this thing. No, you like it. You like it. You don't like it. You don't like it. Mm-hmm. There's there comes a point where it's just like you're doing it to doing it, and you're, it doesn't make sense as to why. Just stop that and focus on the bigger things and actually make them decent, rather than oh, let's put our finger in every pie and. Yeah. If it doesn't work out oh well mm-hmm. no forget that you're just wasting a team and you're wasting money you're wasting time they also want to have more content for disney plus right they don't have a lot like if they you have... wanted more content for it they just pulled a bunch of random shows in and just made it a streaming service that's fine just keep adding stuff to that that's what you this don't is need though, right? to do these little star wars random things at that point and pull Fair all enough. these things from back then it's just like it just shows it goes to show more that you don't have anything in your head you don't have mm-hmm. ideas you're just grabbing these things that oh remember that one thing from eu we didn't destroy yeah let's just bring that <laughs> that's basically what that last point was and i yeah. see that and it's just like don't do that yeah either yeah. come up I mean, with the new things like you're already doing or just grab stuff that no other streaming service has to mm-hmm. give some people incentive like i heard bob's burgers was on it i was like are you kidding me and I went nuts and I jumped on it. And now it's only two seasons, but that's that's a thing. That's mm-hmm. something. And I like in. having Disney Plus for it. It makes me want to keep it rather than just have it from Mandalorian and then cut off. Because mm-hmm. we know 90% of the people did that. Nobody cares about, oh, here's our princesses. Oh, here's all the rest of the stars. It's like, no, there's Mandalorian. We had, Clo- we had Mandalorian and then after the holidays, we had Clone Wars season seven. Exactly. So and people people up people up yeah, and I mean, but I'm getting I'm getting distracted now. Um, <laughs> like, I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm fifty fifty on your point because on on one hand it's like yeah I see detours coming out and I'm like I never like detours was never something where I was like oh man I wish they brought this back yeah. from that one clip I saw and kind of like chuckled a couple times and it's like yeah if you were gonna spend this money to bring detours back I'd prefer if you threw this into the Cassian End or or the Obi Wan series, mm. but on the other hand, you know, I am really happy that they're bringing back the uh, Gennady Tartovsky's Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah. Because that's going to be a lot of fun to rewatch. So... I, I feel like it's a lot easier for them to bring back something they already have access to that's already been created and just format it for, like, streaming services than it is to, you know, obviously make a brand new live-action series. So I think yeah, the cost-benefit cost is pretty good with these. Cause it's like, but that's what I mean by... Yeah. No, I, I see what you mean, right? But that, that's why I'm kind of 50-50 with it because it's like, yes, you know, it would be... You know, it's it's probably really easy for them to take that, you know, throw a little bit of money and have them re-put this out. I'm like, yeah, but again, money that you could use on the two series that you've got in production right now. Exactly. If it was for a gimmick or anything like that, upload it to YouTube for May the 4th. Mm, Simple. Yeah. Especially if they're like six minutes, upload like six of them. There you go. But what's the difference between Disney company? Plus? Like what, what would be the difference there? Because it's accessible. there and it's accessible to everybody and it's a free thing that you don't have to pay a streaming service for. Mm-hmm. Because if it's such a joke, why bother? I think this is not like you have, pulling you have people di- in. I think this is more like you have Disney Plus and you're like, oh, I want to watch something Star Wars related. Oh, what's this? I haven't seen this before kind of thing. Yeah, it just it strikes me as the same thing as um, having the, the Pixar shorts. Up yeah, on. yeah, yeah, I can see that. But even in that case, the Pixar shorts make more sense to me because mm-hmm. they're, you know, they're only shown before a movie and you can't really find them anywhere else unless you watch that specific and, movie yeah and there's kind of like a uh real you know a very niche cult following for them right there's a lot of people who yeah. enjoy those there might be so, a cult following for detours i don't know i'd be shocked because there is a cult following <laughs> for like the ewok adventures that's being released right or that released recently uh, yeah that's true so they're like they released those like old stool cartoons that really had like no people like watching them but i think the people that did watch them there's like a pretty big following with those anyway well, for ewok yeah. adventures i don't know yeah yeah who knows 
All right, now we're moving on to where Star Wars seems to be falling into that trap that J.K. Rowling has found herself in, where years and years and years <laughs> after things are done, it's just like, oh, remember this guy? There was this one thing. And remember this guy? There was this one thing. So Mark Hamill, I love him to death, but this just seems like a, hey, I'm bored today. And I post where he revealed that the original plans for Chewbacca were really different in A New Hope, and they wanted to have him wear lederhosen since he wasn't wearing any pants and he looks <laughs> ghastly it also looks like this was the first iteration of what a lasat could look like instead of a wookiee yes, and that yeah. was just brought back so that's kind of like mm. uh, okay so even that but that's another just discussion for a different time um honest and it's one of those things where it's like yeah you know what great to know it didn't happen it's funny mm -hmm. yeah. lighthearted. they're just like yeah imagine chewbacca with lederhosen on God, I'm so happy they did. Yeah, no didn't kidding, right? It's like also, I like the bandolier. That's like the only thing you need in like the satchel. Yeah, it's perfect. No, and and I'm also so happy they didn't go with the you know original original design that eventually did turn into the Lasat. Yeah, I like Lasat. God, that thing's haunting. Yeah. Oh yeah. If <laughs> oh, they did the that, big it... furry lion one. Yeah. Well, the one with like the huge bug eyes on yeah, the left, with the bald head, almost like, with yeah. the beard. Isn't that what they look like anyway? That's what the Lasats well, look think, like. I think Zeb, and I see that. And I'm just yeah. Like, so yeah. so that concept art. Uh, was used to make the Lasat, basically. They just repurposed it into that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, they made it look better because God, he looks like a monster. Could you imagine in the original concept in the seventies, <laughs> like using this concept and be like, yep, yeah, that's Chewbacca. Let's oh, do yeah. like a full facial like mask and everything that doesn't really move and, very well. I'm like, oh yeah. and exactly. Like I, I look at that, I look at that left concept art and I immediately think Mac and me. Mm -hmm. Where it's just Mac like that Mac. horrific, uh, it was, Mac and Me was like this E.T., I don't want to say ripoff, but it was kind of capitalizing on that E.T. stuff. Okay, okay. So it was like this knockout, but if you look at the Mac and Me model, oh my, it's it looks horrifying. I'm going to look it up right now. To me at least, because I, I don't like animatronics just off the bat. Uh, they, they trigger my own Oh god. Out. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not, it's not good. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah, that so is the terrifying. The positive thing I'll say about this, like, it's good to have people who are so into this or you have, like, the first stage of production, the second, the second, mm -hmm. the third, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, and you're constantly going over these things and finding designs. Exactly. Yeah. You need to do that. And I'd rather you have 10 of them than two because it shows that you're taking that much time. Yeah. It's yeah. the opposite of what you're saying with the with um you know 10 different people stamping one piece of paper that's just going to yeah. go up a yeah. chain. Like, no, this is people actually going through it and being like, no, this looks terrible. Yeah. Or no, we have a different look. Or why not draw him with Morph or this or this or this? And just have like a whole sort of one character with different designs. Be like, all right, now do the line, see what he looks like, see how we would look, see how he would look. So that's, I mean, out of everything, like, yeah, it's a, okay, it's nothing, but at the same time, nice. Like, it shows dedication is mm -hmm. what I take from mm -hmm. that. Now, for the Kenobi series that's coming up, we know it started filming back in April. Um, another star has been added to it um from what we last heard this is uh, the star and co-creator of pen 15 or it might be said a different way depending i've never seen the show so i can't let's say just it come out and say it. it's, sure. it's penis it's, it's yeah. for penis <laughs> loop um <laughs> yes yeah, so the actress will have a supporting role in at least three episodes uh and it's kind of fitting her character which in a bunch of different shows it's always been like oh i'm here for a couple episodes here for a few episodes but you know if there's got to be something there if they want to bring her on board this cast already um now we still don't have plot details for it which thank god um it does take place 10 years after a bunch of sith nine years before new hope so it is in that time period um 
What else? What else? What I don't think I've ever seen her in anything. Out. Like I looked at her IMDb, and there's uh, she's been in a lot of like animated series for like an episode or two, like we talked about. Yeah. And, it, uh, if you want to, uh, there's gonna be a new series called Casual that she's gonna uh, star in, and is. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna have Michael Sarah <laughs> and Michael Ang. Sorry, I'm butchering your name, Angarano. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of names here. I'm sorry. I'm saying she's repped by Gersh, Mosaic, and Hanson Jacobson or Jacobson. I have no idea who any of you are. Um, but you're being lauded by a lot of people, and you've done a lot of work. So this should be a really easy thing yeah. uh, that she should be doing. And to be added in something like this, it, it's just going to add more, hopefully, to the series. We're already expecting a lot. So if they're adding more and more, like with big stars like this, it can either go really well or it can just, eh. I think, I think it's a good breakout role for her. Like, I don't think, I don't know how many people are watching the, the Pen15 series on Hulu. Like, we didn't even know it existed because we're not in the States and it's not available in Canada. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know how, how well she's portraying her character in that. But I mean anybody that's kind of like an up-and-coming person that doesn't really have a breakout role yet usually it's like star wars that's like if you go into star wars like daisy ridley uh john boyoga um oscar isaac kind of like those are like the breakout role for them you know what i mean or even adam driver like they've been <laughs> yeah, other jumping things, into it for better or worse but it brings into the limelight yeah and that's the thing like they've talked i've has, i've seen articles and stuff of like the actress talking about like the goods and bads of being a star wars actor or actress mm. and like there are goods because you get you know get more limelight but you also now are only that character for some people right so yeah i think it's going to be interesting to see what she comes up with for her character and what they have her do It'll be good absolutely now we're jumping ship off tv we're going parallel and jumping into your handhelds or jumping into your smaller screens you could be jumping onto your phones and no, there's a bit of gaming news where it also has Bad Batch news in there as mm-hmm. well, if you want to go over a little bit about that. Yeah, so we've got a mobile game, which I played for a little bit. It's called Galaxy of Heroes. And uh, Galaxy of Heroes is being updated with the Bad Batch, so I'm assuming we'll be getting the four or five new characters in that. It's mm-hmm. very it's very kind of sporadic on details. They, they just kind of said that the Bad Batch is in, but you know, from that we can gather that you know at least the main characters will be in there and uh nice tie-in for people that play that yeah yeah exactly it uh i'll be i'll be completely honest i i played it for a little bit and the uh, someone who plays fate grand order the grind was too much for me in galaxy of heroes and the money the money the money barrier is just like pushed at you so hard it's like you can grind this for 25 hours to get this one character and fully evolve them or you could pay 85 dollars Oh no! And it was it was like pay one hundred and twenty six dollars for a chance to get, uh, oh boy, to to get Phoenix Squad, and I was just or not the Phoenix Squad, the Ghost, yeah, Ghost Specters. Oh my god, I can't remember any of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what have you called? (laughs) Are a Ghost Crew Specters? Kind of, they're all three. They're the Specter Ghost and Phoenix Squadron. Yeah. If that's just for a chance, that chance better be ninety nine point nine percent. Right. Um. I usually. The one thing that stopped me from playing this is that Instagram had those like, like those little ads, and they go through different characters. As soon as I saw Ray had more power than Darth Vader or Darth Revan, I completely just <laughs> went for it because like you're, you're you know you're full of shit at this point. I'm sorry, I'm costing like that, but not like fuck you. Ed's at the end of the week. That makes, that makes no sense gone. to me. 
for a person yeah. who's not trained to all these dark lords and you're gonna be like that's just stronger than them i i don't believe in anything that you put at that point and you're charging people money for this garbage you should be ashamed of mm. yourself why yeah, would you I, do something like that EA. at least stay I, I, that's it my point exactly yeah. at least stay in canon or at least your own canon that you have realize what these people can do that's the if, thing when you if, put them into a game together is like exactly if ren is doing all the, that just goes to show you're pushing your own thing and not giving a damn about anything else if ren is more powerful than those and he's looking up to them why you're stronger than them already what are you doing it's a dizzy right? power level thing like when you start putting power levels and like get to put characters against each other like that in a non-canon environment it's oh, like dude. things are just up in the air right then you have to mm -hmm. create harder content for people to get that have played it for a long time to um stay with it and actually have a challenge with it and then that also makes it so then the characters you create also scale with that so the uh, what's it called it's the um there's a phenomenon or whatever it's like the scaling right over time the best character on like month one is not the same it's not as nearly as good as the best character at like year one right that's released see if yeah. power levels meant anything in power 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 super, power crawl. yeah if power they meant creep, anything creep. before Super, it's long, it's long gone because Krillin was able to take on Super <laughs> Saiyan Goku and got, nearly got them on Dragon Ball right now. Yeah. Well, so. and, and ironically, oh, sorry, just with what you guys are saying, ironically, the because I only play two. Now we're getting to gacha games. I mean, this is a gacha game, so I guess that makes sense. But like, I play the the Dragon Ball. I actually play the Dragon Ball uh, okay, gacha game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's ironic because you don't even see what Ed's complaining about, right? Where it's it's. You know, we have the newest characters that are coming out, and granted, because it's Dragon Ball, they're strong, right? Yeah. So you know, one like one of the strongest characters in the game is Jiren, obviously. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And but then and then there's a bunch of other ones, but at the same time, all the characters right now that are at like top tier or like really good in certain teams, they all make sense to me, right? It's not like you know saying you know. Uh, would even be a good equivalent to Ray. If uh, I guess spoilers for Dragon Ball Super a little bit, but it would be Kefla, yeah, be the equivalent uh, of being like Kefla or something, right? Maybe not yeah, Kefla, actually, what Kale at this point? Yeah, or what, Kale, or, what's Kale the other one? or seventeen because of what happens yeah. at the end of yeah. uh, the arc or something like that, right? Them being the best just because they're the newest. Yeah. It's like no, the characters that are like amazing in teams is it's like original Broly. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and uh, yeah, original Broly. You've got like Super Saiyan Blue, Goku and Vegeta. Like, yeah, obviously they're gonna be strong. Super Saiyan Four, Gogeta from uh, the Dragon Ball GT, ironically, mm, yeah. um, stuff like that. Right? Where it's, it's just I can look at this character and understand. Yes, he's going to be horrifically overpowered or super strong because that's what works in the lore, right. as opposed to. But they stay good with the this lore. This is a right? new character. Whereas like yeah, this yeah. is this kind of open. It's open season. I and I think I could definitely see them creating like. Yeah, there's a Darth Vader that was like year one Darth Vader where like the game was out for a year and like this is the Darth Vader we're going with, like a original trilogy Vader. And then like as time goes on, they're going to bring out another Vader you can get that's different, has different powers, is stronger and like, you know what I mean? Because they did that I with did, One Piece yeah. Treasure Cruise and it was they, frustrating as all hell. They did do that and it's funny you mention it because there's a Darth Revan and there's a Jedi Knight Revan. Right. And they're still mm -hmm. weaker than Rey. <laughs> so that's all I want to say about that because that really irks me um yeah. to that point because like it, like you were saying before oh let's do something for kids now you're exploiting people and parents oh yeah but that's kids gonna see it and like oh my god ray oh my god kylo there's the one thing yeah. i know because that's the one they've it's seen only, right? so yeah, it's only 70 dollars man i'm gonna tell you right now gotcha games are a really like hellhole of a microtransaction like hellhole it is just the worst type of game that has come out I miss the days of like you bought a game and you wanted to unlock Spider-Man and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. You did you stuff to get it or <laughs> yeah. you entered a code to mm -hmm. do it. Right. And the game is just the game, but you get everything. You don't have to 
pay to win essentially right I, uh, I trophy hunting is turned into just pure trophy hunting and you really get nothing but the trophy for it rather than yeah. unlocking things they should with unlock things while you games, get trophies you still get the resident mm -hmm. evil is good for that yeah, yeah they'll, like, they'll unlock things with hitting certain achievements you're like okay yeah you're gonna do it again now you have this and they have this that's cool well it doesn't that make you money once the game's bought that's the problem ah, you can EA buy has. them after if you want yeah that's, yeah, that's i can't but if you still want that challenge it's there no but here we go I, uh, no i can't comment on that because i bought saint, saint quartz and dragonstones so i can't say anything about that <laughs> fair enough <laughs> so on. Got the gamer. Well, yeah the, the the only other thing i've got and again i feel like i'm just ragging on galaxy of heroes so i apologize i've heard it's gotten better at least from when i was playing but the the only other difference i can think of is i spent a week trying to grind for sabine i couldn't even get her yeah that's frustrating and i i just spent two days grinding in fate and i got the strongest version of the free character that's in that so there you go you know play with it honestly at the end of the day if I you like, like star wars yeah. more than you like anime then try out galaxy heroes see what you think but just you know it's an ea game so just know, you know that those microtransactions are we are responsible for your wallet and or credit card bills yeah exactly we're not responsible for your addictions yeah. uh but speaking of ea related things are the other gaming news that we have is that there is a kotor remake that seems to be confirmed uh, there's a article that we've got here where it is, uh, Min Max's Ben Hansen is interviewing Jason Schreier of Kotaku. And, uh, I won't go into that fully, but basically as he's talking about the whole thing, he's talking about the fact that, uh, KOTOR isn't going to be done by EA. Thank goodness. No more or microtransactions. I mean, we'll see, yeah. right? But it's being done by, uh, Asper Media, who I hadn't heard of, but Dan, you were telling me they did the ports for KOTOR 1 and 2 to mobile devices? Yeah, yeah, they had just brought out KOTOR 2 for mobile devices, mm. um, and they had KOTOR 1 like a few years ago. And honestly, that's how I got through KOTOR 1, is like having it available to me at all times and not having to be on my computer to play it. It's mm. just like, I'm on my phone, I'm like, oh, you know what, I'm gonna play, I'm gonna play um, KOTOR. And honestly, the, the swoop bike racing was easier on the iPad than it was on the computer, because it's like, <laughs> you actually just like, you tap the screen to like shift gears and stuff, and it's just using like two fingers. And okay. the tap controls were really responsive compared to like the keyboard controls I found. So yeah, I'm excited. I'm hesitantly excited. I'm definitely more excited than I would have been if you if someone had told me that EA or Bioware was oh, yeah, uh, doing the KOTOR remake. Definitely. And we will see. Because, yeah, the only thing that occurs to me is, okay, so, you know, these guys have ported over the originals to mobile. That is fairly different i would think granted i'm not i have no knowledge of video game stuff or video game development but i would assume that that's a fairly different process than remaking oh a game. for sure for yeah. sure so the only closest equivalent that i'll be watching to kind of get a handle on that although even then it's a little bit different is uh, there's another franchise i really like total war and they're re-releasing a game soon, which is Total War Rome, the original, that a lot of people nice. apparently like. Yeah, they're going to be uh, releasing a remastered uh, Total War Rome, I believe at the end of this month, actually. And it's being done by the same kind of thing. It's being done by the studio that was doing um, Total War's mobile game. So, you know, we'll see. We'll I'll, I'll watch that, and then if it works out well, which it seems like it, it looks pretty decent already... So if that one works well, then I'll have a little bit more hope, but it's still going to be like a hesitant watch. But mm. I mean, hey, if it looks really nice, KOTOR Remaster, I'd love to jump back into that. It's been ages since I played KOTOR. Like, I think I was in, I don't even remember if I was in high school when I played. No, I must have been in high school, but like early high school. When it was on PC and I Xbox at the time. Yeah, yeah. 
it's always a fun remake. It's um, not a remake, sorry. It's always a fun game to play, no matter when mm. you do or yeah. how long it's been between. Now you can do it back to back. That game is fun. Um, oh, yeah. It shows you what old school style RPG really was like, and all the mm. things you could do with it, and all the different customs you could have. It is a great game. Oh, so if you've never played it, then you are always on your phone. This is a great opportunity to. There's no reason not to anymore mm. at yeah, this definitely. point if it does come to pass. Um, but yeah, you should check it out. Uh, two, and you'll hear people talk about that as well. But if you really want that first-hand experience, and you like the Mandalorian, you got to see a few Easter eggs at least. At oh that yeah, point. Oh, yeah. Too, yeah. Yeah. Also, Dan, it's not about the the freezing power. It's all about putting all your points in the force speed and just becoming a Jedi crack addict. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's so much versatility in that game where like you can build your character the way you want to, light side or dark side, and you get different powers mm -hmm. for each. But also what you use as your powers you can go full on melee like darth maul or you could go full on force like um emperor palpatine basically right mm. and you can just be like this whirling dervish of like lightsabers and stuff um the one thing i want to say about this is years ago we had um lucasfilm i think shut down the fan remake of kotor and if this is actually happening then that makes a lot of sense and i really hope that aspire um is hiring or hired those guys to work on it because they've done so much legwork on bringing this game back to life that i really wish that i hope that they got the job with this to do to work on this you know That'd oh yeah cool. if they if if they announced that they were on the the project i would have a lot more faith yeah, or not not faith but i would be a lot more reassured they were making it in the unreal engine and my god it looked mm. phenomenal oh, anyway yeah. basically give me kotor with kind of i mean you Cyberpunk know what kotor maybe Maybe not, but I was thinking, like, you have Fallen Order assets, right? Like, if you Ooh, were to yeah. do a kind of combat style like that, like, as an option. I mean, mm. why would you not at that point? If you wanted an like old school style, style, like a turn Yeah, if you still wanted that, not turn-based per se, but, you know, pause and do this, and more tactical, yeah, yeah. like Dragon a Dragon style. Feel almost, yeah. then, yeah, sure, have that. But then if you want the action mode, like Fallen Order, oh, God. Yeah, cool. You, you know, and I would go nuts at that point. Exactly. If you... Oh yeah, so no, I was gonna say yeah, exactly like exactly that. If you showed me Kotor with like Inquisition or Fallen Order or even like Mass Effect Three style graphics, oh, like I'm 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 already there at yeah. that point. So yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. And uh, yeah, I don't any other points that we have about Kotor. I'm I know good. we're all very interested in it, but. Yeah, the only other gaming news that we've got is there is a Tales from the Galaxy's Edge VR Part 2 that is coming out. And this time it's going to be featuring Doc Ondar. Wicka, wicka, uh, wicka, fe fe featuring Doc Ondar. <laughs> Sorry, I had to put I, that in uh, <laughs> No, that's fine. I don't have it. Have either of you guys played Tales from the Galaxy's Edge? I've seen someone play it. This is VR. I haven't that's seen about it. it. It's a VR game. I think it's only for the... Is it a game or an experience? Because that's a very different thing. It's like an experience, it's, it's but it's like you... A, yeah. It's more it's of a game. interactive experience then. Yeah, like there are quests and things that you do in, in the first okay. one. Yeah, okay. and like you interact with people basically at Black Spire Outpost and, and whatnot, mm -hmm. and you learn about things that happened in the past and all that. I remember they were talking about Yoda in a t Jedi Temple. With a young, you were like a youngling at mm -hmm. one of the, the, the modes. So... Um, apparently, when Doc Ondor shows up, it's a magical moment. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> I love his the, the, yes. the concept art is everyone, pretty cool because everyone knows Doc Ondor, right? You like the, say. he has like the Darth Maul like probe droid with like the top of a uh, pit droid on top of it for his like servant. Do you see that? Mm. It's pretty so cool. If you, 
Uh, I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting the name of the race, and I'm gonna use the in-universe slur. I apologize. Uh, he's one of the hammerheads. Ithorians. Yes. These are the guys that don't know. Just a quick backstory on them. They have like four lungs, and they have the weird side mouths, and mm-hmm. they can rumble their noises. Their their noises. My God. Their voices. And they can rupture your eardrums and all that. So these okay. guys are crazy. I don't know why mm-hmm. they bothered using blasters when they could just incapacitate anybody better than a stun. But Damn. that goes beyond what I want to know. So <laughs> um, <laughs> those are Ithorians. That's Doc Ondar. If you are interested in anything Galaxy's Edge or Black Spire Outpost, check this out if you have the VR capability. If you're not, watch somebody do it. Just be prepared because their head could be moving all over the place and you might get some motion sickness. The one thing I just want to mm-hmm. say is uh, watch out for Doc Ondar to drop that beat to blow your eardrums out. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, if you want to see if you want to see the Ithorians uh, lungs in action go watch that Gennady Tartowski Clone Wars because they have a scene with it and it's really cool I have yes, to watch do. it I don't think I've seen that episode oh, or listen cool. to the or listen to or read the Darth Bane series uh, oh, that's yes. all I will say because mm-hmm. that will be spoilers for one of the books I will not tell you which <laughs> nice. one that is your job to get to mm-hmm. uh, now we're going off the screens we're going on to the pages of your book you could actually use a screen if you do a lot of reading on your phone Either way, there's a lot of literature in Star Wars Beyond, and we have new news for, I believe, the High Republic and a lot that's going on there. And Dan, if you'd like to give us a little rundown on that. Oh boy, do we, Ed. We have this really cool um, reveal trailer for a character, as well as the announcement for, um, I guess, a secondary announcement for this series. It's called The Monster at Temple Peak. And I thought it was like a test of courage, where it was like a, like a young reader kind of book. But it actually is a comic series, a short uh, miniseries coming out for the High Republic, and it's covering the adventures of Ty Yorick, who's a, an ex-Jedi, who is actually a monster hunter now, which hmm. is really cool. So, sure. And uh, her, her trailer is actually quite interesting, and it gives you a little bit of sneak peek of like the pages, first few pages, where she's um, hunting a Gundark, which is really, really cool. And um, yeah, it just goes into talking about like the Jedi Order, since everything's going down with um, the Nihil and stuff like that. They're really taking notice of what Tyoric's doing now. And they didn't really elaborate on that, but I'm excited to see what happens with that character. And um, yeah, pretty good for that. Any any uh, comments on that? I mean, they, oh, sorry. They, go ahead. I was just going to say, it'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens here. Monster Hunter is an interesting profession to go into after being a Jedi. Mm-hmm. Or she um, left the Jedi Council or the Jedi um, Order for, for yeah. becoming this, yeah. So, yeah, I'm not sure. It'll, it'll be interesting to see. Um, yeah, that's about all I got. <laughs> I, I just want them to give a good reason as to why. Um, yeah, I think they will get into that. Like, I understand that people can leave if they want to, and I think they're starting to show a lot of this a lot more rather than being stuck in this thing, and that's it, and that's all you have, and if you leave, you die, or if you leave, you're ostracized. Not, they're really trying to get away from that point. Um, but again, what's the point of going through all this if you just are going to leave to do this? There has to be a really good reason other than like, oh, it's bored. Someone wants to be a monster. And it's like, eh. yeah. like just give me good reason and then go for that because you can make the coolest character in the world. And if they have a terrible reason for doing what they do, then it's just like, well, then you just lose half the interest in that right away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, exciting. There's more and anything. Honestly, this is what they should be doing more so than detours, more so than a lot of stuff. But they're doing this... a lot of things out there, right? Like they're kind of spreading their wings yes, and seeing I, what works. I'm right? just saying you're, the interest, we've been waiting five years, six years for High Republic stuff and all their new stuff to come into this. Devote all your time to it. Make this mm-hmm. Make yourself 
Sorry, I'm just getting frustrated and not getting my words out. <laughs> That's okay. You have this potential now. You've had the potential and it's been squandered. You are now using it. Abuse it. Make full for This is when Gohan went Super Saiyan 2. Sorry, going back to Dragon Ball. <laughs> yeah. He went Super Saiyan 2 and he was reveling in it. Father, son to, the point where, to the point where he did a grievous thing and should have just finished it and was like, oh, no, yeah, I'm liking right. this too much. I'm going to let you I, do that. You can with this now. That is what you should be doing. Don't just quickly do it and say, like, all right, we did it and see how good we were. No, show everything. Do yeah, everything. Go all out. For, yeah, yeah, if you want to do these Break side things, legit, give them to somebody else or just let them be where they are. They'll always be able to come back. This was 2009. It's 2021. Why now? You could do it yeah. 2030 or for whatever. Fine at that point. Focus all your effort on this stuff right now and make it the best thing it can be. So people mm -hmm. will just remember this and all that bad stuff from a few years ago. That'll be a foot, well, maybe never be a footnote at this point, but it can be <laughs> close to that. To be fair, I think they're actually doing a really this. good job with everything they're doing. Like TV series are killing it. Uh, books and literature, they're killing it. Like, but that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And continue with this yeah. because you are doing a great job. And they are. Keep doing a good job. Keep stay just stay on this. Yeah. If you if this is your next focus for the next two years, people won't be mad because you're mm -hmm. giving them stuff and you're giving them new stuff. And good stuff. But if you exactly yeah. things like Kotor, things like all that, those are nice things. But see, they're not being done solely by them. Here's a spy. That's why you guys take care of this. this. Is the thing. Redo it. Right. Great. Mm -hmm. Put it on phones. Great. Hey, this thing, give it to somebody else. Do that, great. We're going to focus on this stuff right now, and we're going to make it the best it can possibly be. Mm. Just stay on that. That's I agree. It. No, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, the next book that we got is The High Republic Tempest Runner, which is actually a canon audio drama uh, written by Caven Scott, uh, which is the same person who wrote the uh, Dooku Jedi Lost uh, audio drama, which then got released into a script physical copy. And uh, the publisher summary here is as Martian Rose's most trusted allies. Well, as far as Martian trusts anyone, Lorna D has carved out a place for herself as leader among the Nihil, but it's lonely at the top. And Tempest, uh, a Tempest runner like Lorna is always watching her back for threats, whether those threats are from the Jedi or from her fellow Nihil. So I'm excited for this because we get a really solid cast with these books usually. And because we have the Dr. Afro audio drama. Um, and so I'm assuming we get voices for all the different characters and they're usually shorter. They're usually about five to six hours, maybe seven hours. And yeah, like all the different characters are all voiced by different people. So we get a voice for, uh, Lorna D, which is kind of cool. And probably Marcion Rowe and a whole bunch of other people. Mm -hmm. so what do you guys think of this? Are you guys excited for this one? Um, I actually, I was on audible i think after listening to victory's price and i was like oh let's see what new thing i can get in the future or whatever and i saw temperature i was like wait tempest what is I was like, why does it sound familiar yeah. and then when i opened things like, oh lorna D. I was like huh interesting that'll be fun to see kind of like from their perspective but again mm. that's just it it's in the current stuff so the interest is there and yeah. this is what you do so yeah, this is something worth looking into. It'll be August, so by then, we'll have a few more books under our belt, I think. Mm -hmm. Yep. So there might be more to this one, but it's good to see that this is like, all right, yeah, we're gonna have more perspective from from the opposing side because Light of the mm -hmm. Jedi gave us everything, and then we we got a Branching lot of one-sided stuff in um, oh, in into the dark and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So it's like Jedi now perspective exactly so from tempest runner and seeing like you know 
maybe this is after the events of everything that have happened in Land of the Jedi. So it's like, okay, now Lorna D is one of the few who's just like, all right, true, this is going in a completely different direction. Let's see what I can do to keep myself alive. Yeah. That <laughs> would be interesting. And maybe it'll tie into something else. And if they keep doing this kind of Avengers buildup style, that'll be great. And I mm -hmm. hope they do because they're doing well with it right now without like blatantly saying all oh, these are going to tie in somehow, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm also very curious about this because Lorna D was a pretty interesting character in Light of the Jedi. But all I really remember about her is cool ship. Yeah, the stealth ship. Yeah, yeah. She's got a really cool ship, and it's super, you know, souped up. Advanced. And now she's scared of Martian. That's all I remember. Mm -hmm. um, so it'll be interesting to kind of focus on a Tempest, especially that, right? Maybe we'll get to see uh, who, who the new... Well, I was going to say who the new Tempests are. Oh, yeah, like the new kind one. Of to that stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, this book releases... Yeah. This audiobook releases August 31st, 2021, and the Temple Peak comic series releases August starting august 2021 so mm -hmm. it's a about five issue series so a few every few okay. weeks you'll get a new issue yeah the only other thing i kind of thought of which just kind of made me laugh was there's really only two ranks of the nigh hill that you can make cool book titles with because it's like yeah tempest runner that's a pretty cool title and pretty i think cool. there's a lot there's a lot of play you know play on words you can do with tempest that'll make it cool yeah. and then you know next you've got the uh the clouds no, there's someone before Tem the storm, right? The storm Storms? and then the clouds. Yeah, yeah, and storm. It's like you know, like herald of the storm, or you know, like Whatever, yeah. calm before the storm, yeah. or something like that. What, what do you do for clouds? Yeah, um, you don't do much. Killer, killer, killer cloud boys. Um, yeah, spooky cloud. It's like yeah, nothing's not intimidating. There. Nothing's intimidating with like cloud kill is like the only thing I can think. And that's D and D. So I mean, yeah. eh, even then you're kind of stretching. So yeah, it's just I don't know. That's just kind of funny to me. There is, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Nice. There's a new book uh, coming out as well on October 5th, which is The High Republic Showdown at the Fair. And this <laughs> one's written by George Mann. Yeah, it kind of sounds weird. I think it's a storybook, kind of like the, the Lob uh, not Lobaka, um, Buryaga book that we had that was kind of like um, a side, kind of like what Buryaga experienced during the Light of the Jedi events. This one, though, I think it's a new story from what I can see here. It says, The, Higher the Republic Fair has come to planet Valo. And everyone is celebrating until the dreaded Nihil launch a surprise attack and Buryaga the Wookiee and the other Jedi of the Higher Republic must save the day. So I feel like is that there going to be another side story with Buryaga or like if that's already going to happen in another book or it's going to be um, its own like unique story, which could be the case. So this one I'm not yeah. super excited for. Like Buryaga is interesting enough, I guess. But if this is already mentioned in um, a book, it's not a, not a, like a... A pertinent read because you already get the story but the only thing i would say is the art you get art of a lot of characters and ship designs and stuff like that in these books which is really really nice that's true so that's the only i think this side to something like that yeah this just ironically plays into exactly what i was talking about where it's like you can't really make a, a good catch line with clouds same kind of thing. showdown at the fair that sounds like a like a kid's book, that is a kid's book. this is a kid's book oh okay yeah, so there's a story yeah, picture like, book yeah mystery of the haunted carnival or like it just it, it reads like that right so yeah the high republic's chewbacca in the forest of fear <laughs> yeah pretty much and what do you think honestly I'm gonna. I've already been so negative. I'm just keeping my. Gonna pass on this one. Yeah, that's fair. That's no, fair. This man. is not. This is not catered to us. Let's be honest. Mm. Um, and we also get something that I have dreaded the thought of, but also enjoyed the thought of is getting a collection of. You know, I like to collect 
the uh, alternate covers and stuff of things um, for like the novels and things mm. and like the limited edition collector's edition versions. And back a while ago, they released out of print release Star Wars Thrawn Ascendancy Chaos Rising book one collector's edition, which was like a nice book sleeve with Thrawn on the front with the blue pages like on the outside and stuff. And it is so good. I haven't unpacked it. It is in the packaging <laughs> still. I'm leaving it there forever. Um <laughs> But there's another one, and it is out of print media. And uh, if you go to the website, which the link is in the description, it is Star Wars Thrawn Ascendancy Book 2, Greater Good. And it is $150 American expensive. Oof. But you get some beautiful, beautiful cover art on this thing where you see Thrawn in his um, Chiss Ascendancy regalia and all of his like military awards and stuff across his um, clavicle. And man, does it look great with the like the orangey kind of background that's cracked but also like the red page detail god this thing looks so good it is limited to 750 copies worldwide and you have a limit of buying three books per order so if you want to get them it comes out august 10th so i'll be i'll be if you're going to get one or trying to get one i'm going to be there trying to get one just the same so hopefully <laughs> You'll be fighting dan for hopefully it. i get one and if i don't get one and you get three copies i will you know let's talk let's talk let's talk <laughs> They'll um, fight you. Yeah, I will. <laughs> Please I get will, in the fourth choke range. I'll, and then we I'll can pay talk. Um, yeah. What do you guys think of this cover and like the the idea of you know probably a third book coming out of this? I hope so. Yeah. I'll say that I can appreciate the art even if I don't get it myself. It mm. just oh, it's so good. For some whoever put the time into this, kudos because it's it is beautiful. Megalion, villain the wave. It is. Yeah. Villain the wave. I think. Um, but it's, it's the red really it's for so me. Good. I wish, I almost wish it was blue just to, the, just the first to one was. Okay. So yeah. that, that's cool. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a good cover and honestly it's, it's again, it's one of those where you get this copy and then you get the regular paperback for like 30 bucks and you read that one and you just look at this one. That's exactly what this, I did. <laughs> because I bought the normal one and then I have this one in like a sealed package right now. Yeah. You, you need a bookshelf with enough space where you can actually display the covers of these because the spine wouldn't do it yeah. justice. Yeah. yeah. So you need to, if you are getting this, you need to make room because you want these on display. Uh, you want them in like dust covers and there's even a, there's if you a have sleeve like a that case. shows off yeah. the art. If you scroll through the pictures there, I don't know if you saw that. Oh, okay. So it shows off like the front cover, it's like yeah. a picture frame, and like that's perfect. That's a perfect way to show it yeah so it, it's no, good it's 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 cool and this is something it's definitely a good novelty item to have for every thrawn fan well let's yeah, hope I, that uh we get it okay i guess i don't get an opinion you don't so get an fine. opinion no. No <laughs> yeah, go ahead no yeah like no i was just gonna say originally that uh i find it hilarious that dan's going all out on this and yeah he rags on me for all my 40k stuff this is like a once a year purchase though <laughs> oh okay that makes it all yeah. better no i know i know but it is really not especially you know because we talk about this when we do temple archive stuff cover art's so nice and yeah, especially with nothing in lot... the front like it's just the picture oh yeah and that's all you need and yeah. so you've got that you know young thrawn who i think looks really good just in itself right you kind of it i can see him evolving into the thrawn that we're used to in either legends or uh rebels mm -hmm. But there's also, there's just really nice color contrast too, right? Because you got his blue skin, you got the red eyes, black hair, black uniform. And then that's nicely offset by this fire orange glow coming from behind them that plays a nice contrast. Plus you got those little cracks and stuff in the background. It it's just up. really nice, right? And yeah, and there's a, there's a really nice way where all the cracks 
kind of end up pointing towards Thrawn, mm. which is a, a you know nice little oh, really? I don't want to call it artistic tactic, but it's it's you know it's a nice kind of. Uh, oh, yeah. artistic trick that you use right it's just you look at the cracks and they draw your eyes right to thrawn and it's just it's got a it's got a really nice composition it's got really nice color palette and it's just yeah you know obviously uh I, i'm gonna butcher your name and i apologize so much for this mm-hmm. but obviously uh, magali villanuve has a good a really really good understanding of good artistic principles right yeah I think so. what I might do for the Throne Ascendancy books is for our episode art for Temple Archives is take this art and then make it the book cover for the uh, episode image <laughs> because I, we have two of them so far, right? And the third one, mm. we'll get another one, I assume. Um, and actually, oh no, thinking about it now, Noma, they re- they're releasing Throne Ascendancy book three earlier in like, I think it was September or something. So it's coming mm. this year. So this is a, a two time a year purchase. <laughs> yeah. Ah, see, he's already backtracking. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair. To be fair, I paid like yeah. I think after taxes like two hundred to something dollars, right? But as mm. soon as it was like sold out, you look on eBay, they're going for like six hundred and fifty bucks. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, justify it however you want. No, no, and, and yeah. in all in all seriousness, it, right? Like, no, in, in all seriousness, right? Like, this is something where this is a good collector item. Yeah, exactly. I would do this if it wasn't for the fact that I hate trying to fight, you know, seven hundred and fifty people for copies of these things, and well, I've already you, missed the first one. You so. and I are going to talk. You and I are going to talk about this because uh, <laughs> off the podcast, because I, uh, I figured out, a, I figured out a secret okay. for pre-ordering these, these, these good old books. And if you want to no, find what? out, you let me know with a VOTF or voice of the fans. And uh, I'll let you know if you, if you message us on email, <laughs> I'll let you know. All right. Um, yeah, that's the Throne Ascendancy book two. And, um, and I think that's, that does it all for literature. Yes. Um, and now see if you are a collector of sports, stuff so you could be you know you got to get those replica rings or you got to get the jersey every year of your favorite team oh boy um this is something where if it really appeals to the fan in you as well as being a star wars fan you can look at i i love sports i thought so that's why i gave you this one but this was a little much even for me and it's one of those things where it's like okay yeah sure you see this but i feel like if you you did wear this you're wearing this in your home where you're watching a private game or something by yourself you're not you're not going to the stadium with this i i don't care how star wars it is i feel really weird showing up to a game and mean like you know it's it's your buffalo bills or it's your bears or yeah, it's describe your us to what, the, what the designs are because they're, they're ridiculous. so ridiculous. Oh, yeah. And generic, yeah. I think, is the yeah. worst part of it. If you wanted to do something like this, it takes a little bit more than rather just this is just splashing here's a Star Wars thing on your team. But when you when you look at the opposing team and you see that they have the same shirt, different colors, color, a color swap, mm. it, or palette swap, sorry, it's just like, okay, how much should we pay for this? These shirts should be 10 bucks. I'm sorry. If they are I know, more, how much are they? Let's look. They're thirty-five dollars. Are you oh, kidding, boy. American? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. And it's 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 just another why, and it's like I understand. Like, yes, shipping's you... free, guys. Oh, oh great, great. In the U.S. Yeah. In the U.S. Oh, great. It's enough for us. Yeah, Because yeah. you look at it, and it's just yeah. like, yes, I like Vader. I like Boba Fett. Stormtroopers are cool. Okay, what does this have to do with the team? You don't even have them in a pose for the team or with yeah. the mascot or anything like that. It's and just like so put the mascot. Yeah, put the mascot in like a Vader outfit, and then you exactly. know what? then you have yeah. a crossover with both worlds. But yeah. you just have the generic characters on a thing, and then you have your team name in either Empire style writing or. Rep- 
republic and it's not even republic or empire at that point it's just the stylized star wars writing right just like you do that and it's just like i don't care they have one if you're like a marvel fan they have one for what seems to be the avengers as well and it's the same thing even a disney fan like mickey mouse at least he's in a football uniform that's the only thing that i would say is actually okay so like you could see somebody wearing this one you'd be like ah okay you you like disney and it's still but it's still and at least it's got the bills football yeah and at least mickey's got the bills logo well and for the other ones too he's got those ones but right. yeah, like exactly. it's, it's a it's a quarterback shirt so he's he's got the ball and he's ready to toss like that looks cool like you could have vader in that pose you could have boba fett in that pose like you know s- trying to snipe the receiver with the ball or something yeah. like that like that would be so i'm also just <laughs> just laughing at this too because i just i looked through all three of them so buffalo and detroit <laughs> Mickey has the, the logo on his helmet. I guess the Cleveland the Cleveland Browns can go fuck themselves. Yeah. He doesn't have his logo on there. Yeah. He doesn't have the logo on, on the Cleveland Browns. Shirt. Is it next to his head? The little guy there? Yeah, that's next to his head. Why would you do that? What a weird decision. <laughs> this is a maybe they didn't pay, maybe they didn't pay to have it on the helmet yeah, or something, yeah. you know? Maybe, maybe not. But like as if I was <laughs> so cool, I didn't see that. If I'm part of the team or something like this, I'm just looking at this and be like, I feel sorry. I feel bad for the fans that are being like, you know. <laughs> I'd say something at that point. And if it got me fine, yeah. it got me fine, whatever. But it's like, you're trying to rob our fans. Like at least when you do a Jersey every year or you do something every year, you put it out and you do some work mm. with it. Like I love soccer. And every year a team updates their Jersey. They have their home kit. They have their away kit and yeah. they have their alternative kit. Right. And it's just like, okay, cool. And I know people that every year go out and buy the Jersey for their team. I've had one from like 2017 and I haven't bought another one. Does that make me a shit fan? I don't know. But <laughs> at, at that makes point, a at smart least fan. I, only buying what I you have, need. It's like, I have something from the team that I like and I rep mm. it. Cool. I love this team and I'll wear it. What team um, is it? Just oh, so then people can start yelling at you through um, email. Oh, they'll, they'll yell at me all they want. I don't care. I'm, <laughs> I've been I've been read and I've gone through the ridicule of years. I was in high school and I had teachers coming up to me it's and laughing Bills, about my. It? No, it's Liverpool FC. It's a. Oh yeah. Okay. Team. Oh okay. Um, okay. And yeah, I, I had a teacher straight up laugh at me for being a fan of them. And I, I stood right in his face and just like laugh now. I don't care. We've made it further than your team ever has. And I can, <laughs> like, can he get he gets shit on yeah. for that all the time? Oh, oh God, I gave him shit. But in, yeah. in that polite where it's just like you're talking you're laughing talking shit right now and you have no right to, but I'm not gonna yell at you. Everyone's got their own team that they like yeah. for whatever reason. Exactly. No, right. I mean and that's but even then, right? Because you know, be, I because I enjoy suffering, uh I'm a I'm a Leafs fan for hockey. Um Jeez, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Oh no, it's fine. It's only been uh, half a century since we last even had a chance at winning the Stanley Cup. I don't know. Um, well, you guys were in. You guys were in the Stanley Cup recently. We're, like not the Cup game, but like you were in the finals. No, you got I, no, pretty far. I'm saying a chance. We were in the finals. Sorry, sorry. Like semifinals or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. No, we didn't get that. Oh shit. Okay. First round, my guy. So sorry. Just got beaten to death. Yeah, exactly. First round. The same team for like three years in a row. So infuriate. Anyways, I could go on a rant about how how the Leafs have the same problem since I started. No, that was what I was getting to. If you had Leaf shirts like this, even though I love Star Wars and I do, I don't love the Leafs, but I like the Leafs. You know, they're the only uh, hockey team I follow. Right? So it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, I just I like suffering, so you know that's why I'm a Leafs. It fan. would be a perfect <laughs> opportunity to have like a lightsaber fucking hockey stick. Yeah, at that right. Point. Like something gimmicky and stupid like that, but at least it fits the sport. E- even if you did something where you mixed like the Empire or Rebel logo with the Leafs logo, which is not oh, that'd be bad, right? Exactly. Yeah. Then I would be like, you know what? I like that. I might buy that. But you're taking. You know, 
art that looks like it's straight from and i get it it's the nostalgic factor but you're taking art that like is straight out of comics from like the 80s yeah and you're just putting it there and you're just taking the font style and putting leafs it's like no i don't want that this doesn't represent either of the things that i you know that i enjoy well enough to you know be a collab effort the one thing that really like makes me cringe at that like okay ed you were talking Mm. before about wasting resources absolutely this is the waste of resources like i'm not a sports fan Mm. if these were cool designs and i didn't like the team i probably would buy it right depending on the design but like this is walmart shit like yeah you would see this at walmart and i would say like the empire and the rebellion on these two shirts like and the thing is like rip out the text of the team which is what they did and then just inserted a different Mm. text right like this is walmart t-shirts not that i'm shitting on walmart but i mean i am um (laughs) Like they're, some of the designs at Walmart are actually better than this. I like the art on these shirts. They're of good art. Of course you would, though, because it's yeah. copy and paste. And yeah. the thing is, like, this is one thing where it's like, yeah, this is another thing where like, here, you take this and run. It's collab. You're in charge of it. Where our name is just on it. So this is that like quote unquote waste of resources that it's just like it does nothing to them. I mean, all it does is it, it hits a different demographic. It hits that sports demographic. And there is a history. No, that's what I'm saying though. No, it doesn't. Not really. That, at that point too, like, how, how was I gonna say it? Like, you have maybe kids, like nothing for here. Kids. My first question as a sports fan when I see this is not that's cool. It's why. I shouldn't be asking why. Yeah, I should be. And saying, you're a Star Wars fan cool. as well. Let me throw my money at it. But yeah. no, when I see this, it's like this is dumb. Yeah. Why would you do this? Or like, there's no effort into it. It just it's it's more disrespectful on to both parties yeah. at that point. Yeah, I would because say you're so. looking at it and be like you're disrespecting lucas art at this point and disney by being like oh yeah we see we star wars that no you didn't and the team would just be like why the fuck is this associated with our team at this point because now like if you're a joke already and now people have just another (laughs) thing to laugh at you about right and even even with something like you know we've kind of we've gone after some of the clothing items that we've seen before right with like the bags and some of the other stuff but even with the bags even how how much we were saying we didn't like the boba fett bags because it was military camo and it's no red and just stuff like that at least there were things in the bag where you could see the the thought process like you know when dan was saying oh the zippers are all like the braided wookie hair that fett has on his armor it's like wow that in itself looks like it took more effort and thought planning than this entire shirt line did yeah and it's just there was yeah. no thought it was just let's star wars it okay yeah. let's throw this on okay we did okay great okay cool yeah so i don't want to spend any time more time ripping on these shirts yeah. because they don't deserve <laughs> it um yeah. something that does deserve a lot of our time because this is a series where they actually do put in work and they do mm-hmm. want to give stuff to the fans again we're going back to the black series and their figurines so more collector's items for you this is Clone Wars stuff. Noma, let's mm-hmm. go into this a bit. Because I know you were just showing me uh, a lot of figures from the 40K universe. So this is another oh, yeah, that's right. figure set. Yeah, so uh, yeah, we've got four figures coming out, it looks like. And like Ed said, they're all Clone Wars. So we are getting the armored up versions of Obi-Wan and Anakin. And we are General, also yeah. getting... Yeah, both of them generals. And we're also getting... I don't remember this guy, unfortunately, but uh, Clone Pilot Hawks. Yeah, I don't recognize and, him either. Well, yeah. didn't he die? Because he was, um, they were crashed or whatever, and there were there was a squad in the back who was able to make it out, but he couldn't because he was trying to like keep them alive somehow, and he just, I I can't remember, I can't remember. I think okay. I'm pretty sure it was a stranded crew, 
he died before the rest of the another squad or fleet was able to come and save these guys. Mm -hmm. But he had kept them alive as long as he could, and they were alive because of him. Yeah. Now, oh, okay. Because it's really weird to mention a pilot. The only time I mention them really going in depth with a pilot who wasn't immediately shot down in the ship or anything like that is that episode. I just I'm yeah. struggling to remember the name of the. Episode. It seems like well, the, yeah, that's. I was just gonna Sorry. say that's the that's the other thing that I find kind of funny is I'm trying to remember I'm trying to remember a single clone pilot name. who I can remember the name of and who doesn't die in the same episode that he's introduced. Yeah, mm. this one. So this is unique. I just read through a little bit of the article here and it says. Mm. Um, one thing they want to do is make sure that like this is like a unique character. This is the only pilot that we've seen apparently that has this unique style of helmet that kind of looks like a hawk, um, a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, with the so it is a unique stuff. helmet apparently, uh, which is why they wanted to make it uh, a figure. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't think he had a big point. He might have died immediately, probably, but he had a name. Yeah, because the the only other two I remember are uh, Axe and Oddball, and both of them die in the same episode. Well, in the same scene yeah. in Oddball's case, mm. in this, you know, they both bite it as soon as they're mentioned right um but then the other character we've got has a little bit more of a story you know he's actually in a couple of episodes at least because we're getting arc trooper echoes nice he, yeah he and that'll be cool oh yeah he looks really good i mean i put the helmet on and leave it on but he looks great <laughs> we always we always saw echo and fives uh like they were their their own kind of team Really. And it just, it's funny that we see Echo here now and they've done him here now because he's showing up in the Bad Batch as well. Mm -hmm. um, so this might just be homage for him and his Clone Wars journey before everything happened in Season 7 and then what potentially leads him to the Bad Batch now. Because yeah, uh, I true. guess we'll see, we'll see that integration because that wasn't shown as much. Like, they showed him rescuing him in Season 7. Spoilers, mm -hmm. I guess, if you haven't seen it by now. <laughs> um, you haven't seen it? What are you but, doing? Yeah. yeah so to see like that those first few episodes might be like his initiation into the bad batch or something like that because he is unique now yeah. mm -hmm. um, and so i like the, that. The, the packaging it's like it's apparently it's the same packaging or like an homage to the same packaging yeah, they yeah. did when they had say. these released oh okay okay and when the like, clone wars series is coming out yeah because because when i saw this i was reminded of and i guess maybe it was around clone wars time but when they were i, I have very few revenge of the sith action figures yeah and the packaging looks very similar to what I remember getting it, where it's it's kind of like a, um, I don't know, Vader's like helmet, a bell shape. Yeah, kind of kind of like the the helmets, but it just it, the packaging looks like kind of a bell shape with a, a kind of smooth circular plastic rim around it. Right. Um, so that's cool. I do like how they're doing a lot of throwback stuff for the nostalgia factor, because mm -hmm. honestly, and that, it's it's a little bit cheesy, but seeing that packaging made me a lot more interested in picking one up. Yeah. Than if it was just kind of generic, whatever they're doing nowadays. Okay. It just yeah. it upsets me because it seems as time is going on, they've done less and less with detail. Like you can see some <laughs> of the, yeah. like I'm mm -hmm. specifically mentioning Anakin in this one because always, always, always the faces. Because mm -hmm. he's got beard for days, so you can hide a lot of anything else. But with Anakin, he's clean shaven, right? So when you look for the scar, you can't see his face. It just looks off when you look at him like he looks like cal kestis more than anakin yeah um, he also kind of looks like he's coked out of his mind yeah. <laughs> With, like, like, it looks like he's like, got red around his eyes a little bit yeah, yeah like yeah. you have the figures of tarkin and um rex and ray and Kessin that came out a couple three years ago i believe 
and they have a lot of like you have to get Tarkin's face right or else it just looks like a, a regular old man like you don't get that <laughs> gone look right yeah and so you need to put the details that and they did so it's just like what changed over the last few years where it's just like you can just fire these things out yeah. without really mm-hmm. spending as much time or putting the dedication into it right like people collect these for a reason whatever reason it might and they'll be. collect them even if they look like shit yeah so like give them give somebody incentive for it right not just saying like i have to because i have Mm -hmm. to let them say i have to and i want to it's so hard to get that face right on an action figure i think like you just get that articulation and like if you're doing a mass production of them getting that like perfect sculpt plus perfect paint job you know like you get these like if you bought like a gentle giant um like figure or like uh sideshow collectibles figure right like you're gonna get quality hand painted and like sculpted figures that look amazing and we've talked about them in the past but like yeah. this is mass market right this is something that is not limited it is i mean limited for time i guess but yeah like don't get me wrong i'm not i'm not go- i'm not having a go at them too bad like, oh no this but isn't, honestly i this... think it's a i think the face is awful as well yeah because this but... isn't this isn't like dark souls 3 collector's edition where they show you the estes flask and then they give you this rubber pylon thing <laughs> is that what happened that, yeah, yeah. It, it was a disgrace oh, uh, I, I felt so bad for everybody who picked it up like I was, tried to tell them not to at one point because yeah. both I my roommate actually was a coworker at the time and we were both there looking at it and we saw what was in a box and we, it was like crying laughter because of how bad it was and just the amount of pure lie that they put through initially with all the images and everything like that so mm. it's like if you were like on a smaller scale like if you had gotten somebody to really detail the face for this this image you have on the site. So I don't know whether or not I'm grateful that they put the one they have that you're going to buy because you can see it right now. But at the same time, it sucks. It's like you see it. It's like you don't maybe you don't want to get the full set now because he looks like such a joke and you're waiting mm. for like the rerun of it or like a different kind of look to the video or just an update where it's just yeah. like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. We messed up. It, it, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, sorry. I was going to say like just in that same vein, it it always kind of and i don't think they did it for these figures but it always makes me laugh when i hear like oh yeah you know they they took this actor into a booth and they scanned them 360 so they can you know get their face perfectly mapped for the action figures and then the figure comes out and it's like that Uh, looks like he yeah it looks like you took a picture of him and then melted him yeah exactly it's like it's not time for that yet that happens at the end of the series but the big thing for these is (laughs) you continue first you go first you go first because, right. like, you also have his picture on the side of the box mm. so it's like you have that look but then you have this what are you doing uh, like you can't... i wish you almost didn't have the picture for anyone there that way you could be like huh this kind of looks uh sure it kind of looks like i'll buy it rather mm. than like oh my god the difference is glaring right here yeah. right from when you pick it up so that's yeah. gonna that's gonna harm them in the end so the last thing i want to say about this is that when you get carried, like the only reason I don't buy these is because mm. like, if you want to spend all your money on Thrawn books, well, no. there's that, there's that. but also it's like, I don't have a place to put these. Whereas nah. a one book is fine. But like this, yeah. it's like, yeah, there's a hit and miss on these. Like the figures with the masks look great. The figures oh, yeah. without masks or removable masks. when you take their mask off, like Anakin looks like he's got spaghetti hair and he he's looked like he's made of wax, like his head. Right. And then like Obi-Wan, mm. his beard looks great but his hair looks like spaghetti and he has good he has a good face structure it's actually not bad but now, again that's to, because he has a beard and he can they can hide yeah. the, the facial structure underneath that right 
to be fair, in some of the animated uh, episodes, Obi-Wan really did have that spaghetti hair, though, because they tried to show that disheveled Obi-Wan at one point where he was beating yeah, him, and his like hair just kind of, like, roped down, yeah. and it was just like, okay, yeah. But interesting, I'm going to read you the direct quote from StarWars.com. The, the whoever was interviewing at that point was like, the head sculpt on this Anakin Skywalker feels quite different from the other Andes in the 16 scale line that we've come that have come before. How did you adjust your interpretation of the character to closely match his appearance in the early episodes of the Clone Wars series and the film and this is eric franner our team definitely felt like the portrait was in need of an update so we decided to take another crack at it for this figure for this sculpt it was important for us to find the sweet spot between attack of the clones and revenge of the sith so the mm-hmm. hair isn't quite as long as in revenge of the sith and there's another but, scar we, but again you have the clone wars picture on the box what you're saying is bullshit i mean because <laughs> we have the in-between it that is the series of the in between. That's there, what he looks. There like. was an update between like right before like between season six and season seven. There's like there's a time gap, a pretty big time gap, I think. Okay, and, yeah, like, I, I get. Has his hair growing out in a season seven where it looks more like episode three, right? No, I get that, yeah. but on the picture of the box, right? Use the his... right picture because yeah. they have him in that between uh, season one and season six look because he kept that look the entire time. So it's just like that was his look. There is no, there is no. Um, there is no sweet spot or anything like that. The sweet spot is six seasons. If you can't get that face for six seasons, redo it because you fucked up and you need to admit that. Yep. See, Reach that, out to that Ed. Also brings... Give him your hate mail. He'll respond. I guarantee <laughs> that, that does bring up a question that I'm curious about because I know how Anakin got his scar in Legends. Have they ever no. said how he got it in New? Yeah, because in well, Legends... Remember... I we're gonna see it when they bring back this animated 2003 Clone Wars yeah, because yeah, exactly. it's Oz Ventress who gives him the scar. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're they're dueling on some like weird staircase temple thing. Oh, do you, do you not remember what planet they're on? <laughs> I don't know. They land on Yavin Four. Sure? Oh, it's Yavin. Yeah, oh, that's, that's well, one of the that. Yavin Step Temples they're fighting on. Right. So yeah, they're fighting on there, and then he he does like another jump over like uh like you underestimate my power yeah. kind of moment she because she does ground. have the high ground yeah. <laughs> and he tries to jump and she wings him right in the face oh. and you can still see but he's got the scar so and it was good. just like i remember watching that thing like because he still has padawan hair and everything from that yeah, right? so yeah. it's not a full night at that point so you're just like oh cool okay that's how mm-hmm. great and then oh, for yeah. the rest of the series he's just had it so he started off the series with it with that movie right mm-hmm. yeah. so every they if they wanted to redo that they could but i guess no reason to now right but that yeah. is where he got it from so it's just like the fact that i can't even tell if he has it here at this point like again I you can i don't think he, he doesn't does. look like, he does it's barely because it's on the right oh, okay. side and you can kind of see it but it just looks like where his forehead stops so it doesn't look like a scar mm-hmm. it, it, again it's oh yeah see what you mean it's oh yeah. man like they I don't, I don't believe that statement at all. The portrait was not in need of an update. I, you guys, if somebody lost the file, and they I, have to rebuild it. It got corrupted by being put up on a Google Drive and downloaded again. Um, the one thing I just wanted to, to end with here is like, I think our expectations of like nice things for figures and collectibles and things have like gone way up because of what we've seen through like you know sideshow collectibles and, and all that stuff. And like when we see something that is obviously like a mass market thing, that's not like it's made, it's made for fans to collect, but it's also like, it says like four ages, four and up. Right. So these are made for kids. I could see kids not caring at all and be like, Oh, this is Anakin. Like, you know what I mean? 
I don't. But sure. sorry, at the I same time, it's like that. it's a collectible. It's a, it's there's a but big the, collectible market no, for these. No, 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 no. See, sorry, no, I'm gonna cut you off. Yeah, no But you know what was made for kids as well? Disney Infinity. Yeah, and those were cool. small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they needed way they more were good. detail. They were and so they good. were good because again, look who put the time into them, Disney, and and good I think point. it was Hasbro as well. And those things were so detailed. I actually wanted to collect those. And there were people that didn't even have the game that were coming in trying to find the figures just to collect them. Again, these are collectibles. You, who cares? You can put four and up. Hasbro has to do that because there could be chokeable parts that if you have children, you can't just leave these lying around or anything like that because they can put them into their mouths. They can grab anything they want to grab everything. Thing. you're interested in that why are you interested in that they want to emulate you they're going to pick these things up so they have to have that as just pure disclaimer is it meant for those age groups hell no again well, it's collectible right? yeah and and to alienate all of the uh listeners right now i'm just going to show an example that no one else is going to be able to see yeah the ahsoka or disney look how good this ahsoka is yeah sorry i'm showing i have i have the disney infinity ahsoka and sabine and Ed's right. The detail on both of them is really nice. Yeah, no, I like, love. They actually had some videos on YouTube that the team did for those, and the team like they went into like how they designed it and what they looked at for re like um, the digital resources for like sculpting these things and taking into mm. consideration. I highly recommend those videos for people. But yeah, I think you're right that you bring that up. It's like yeah, there is no excuse. It's mass market like, as well. It was just a like, and these were mass made too. Yes, that's exactly so it. So it, it's mm -hmm. just, it's just a missed, missed and failed yeah. opportunity at that point, where it's just like own it, own it, and then you know what? Because people will still collect the things that look bad if there's a funny thing behind them. So like, there's some of the chase uh, collectibles uh, for the pop vinyls. There was, if you guys watch Rick and Morty at all, there was mm -hmm. a Meeseeks who was bad oh, nice. printed. It looked like he had a little peen. And that went up on eBay for like a thousand dollars. That's amazing. And we're bidding on it because it's like this is the funniest thing, and it's a it's a mess up, and it's a screw up. But it's so lighthearted and funny that you want it now. There was there was one holding a gun, but he had it like sideways, and so again, that was different from the regular run of stuff. So people bid on that, but mm. it's because what that mess that mistake was owned. It was owned, and there was given a lighthearted joke to it, and there was something there. But if you try to do, oh no, we wanted to. Now you just look, like you just look, you're covering, and it looks bad at that point. I feel like we spent way too much time on this. Well, we did. One, yeah. this is one of my favorite characters, right? Yeah, so right. He's great. Sure. I, know, I, have, I, I have a right to be fucking pissed of off. This one, just like. Sorry, we're gonna have to retake that. So does Bueller. No, keep that in there because that's yeah. the rage that I have. Just coming on a dog. Form. Even the dogs agree. <laughs> but and then yeah i've got one more point as well on top of that because correct me if i'm wrong but i was under the assumption the black figure series is supposed to be like their good figure series exactly it is yeah yeah so yeah but know, there was a six inch and a 3.5 inch these are the 3.5 so these are the lower end black series figures then don't call it the black series yeah i know uh, what there's there's, there's black series 3.5 and three uh black series six inch yeah yep, that's like saying it, six inch are better looking so I was gonna say that that's like if I have like caviar and like small caviar, but the small caviar is just tuna eggs. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's not that or salmon eggs. Sorry, it's like that's not what you yep. promised when you yep. <laughs> called it caviar. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. The the only thing I am curious about is uh, as someone who does a decent amount of mini painting for Warhammer and stuff like that. I do see on some of the subreddits and other sites that I'm on, uh, people actually painting up figures mm -hmm. and kind of bringing them to that, 
you know, Love super it. high quality stuff. Mm-hmm. So I will make sure that when these come out, I'll be checking through my feeds because there are a couple of artists that I that I know do Star Wars figures and up-res, uh, up-res, that doesn't make sense, up-paint them, kind of give them the, the five-star treatment. Yeah. But I'll be very curious to see what they do with the Obi-Wan and Anakin if they pick Up-hole those up. Upholstery, you could almost say. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like just they update uh, the articulation, I think is what it is, right? Or yes, us. Bring ascend, uh, giving the figure an ascension, yeah. To yes. like, God. see now, enough of the negative merchandise news because I feel like <laughs> every time there's merch on there, there, I don't think there's only been like one thing out of five we've all like unanimously agreed yeah. on that was really good. So, we're gonna bring you some not miscellaneous but just bonus news, some happy stuff, um, some positive news, and then just some news that's just extra because you know what, it's something that could probably may if you were interested in it or not that didn't really fit into a category but uh dan now we know what happened with our man in the suit we have the voice of james old jones but remember david prouse was walking around in the vader suit and he recently passed away yeah um in the in the last year i believe uh or in the last few weeks really. it was uh nearly five months ago yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, there's been some news about his estate, and if you want to go into that a little bit. Sure. So, um, yeah, the sad news of Dave Prowse passing away five months ago, I think, shocked a lot of people, and a lot of people were sad about it. And honestly, uh, from what I've heard, he's a pretty nice guy. He was a pretty nice guy, and um, he didn't get a lot of limelight for the, the role of Darth Vader, but James Earl Jones did a lot. But um, that aside, uh, they brought up a the East Bristol Auctions uh, website, is doing a the estate of David Prowse or Dave Prowse um, auction. So you can go on to um, the link I'll put in the description, and basically they're getting um, they're selling all of the um, merchandise and stuff and autographs that he's gotten from other actors. Some of them are personalized specifically to Dave Prowse. Um, you know, there's pretty like you get everything in here. There's even like figures and things that have Darth Vader on them, stuff like that that were owned by Dave Prowse. Um, the nice thing about this is it's not just like, oh, we're going to sell it and like pocket the money. This is actually going towards the um, benefiting the Alzheimer's research of UK. Um, and I think that's a really good cause to to have all this money go to because you can sell these things for quite a lot of money. And if it goes towards a, a big charity like that, that I think Dave Price had a really strong connection to, I believe suffered from Alzheimer's disease um, to a degree. And I think it's a really good way to honor his legacy and to give back to research to help um uh treat and cure eventually hopefully alzheimer's disease so yeah i'll put that in the link for everybody so or the description you can see that we have um other news that is actually more i guess upbeat i mean gets your blood pumping a little bit and it's the final star wars rival run weekend which is approaching and uh it's sold out unfortunately but if you did register, uh, good luck, and you can participate. Um, and uh, I think it's like a virtual run this year. So you do, I think it's a 5K or 10K run, and you register for it, and they send you in the mail like your, your medal that you got for participating in it, which is really cool. And if you chose the light side or dark side, it depends on which one you chose, you get that kind of corresponding medal. So good luck on that. And hopefully they have some more Star Wars uh, running weekends in the future. Probably not the rival runs, but yeah, that's kind of nice. And the last piece of news that we have for today is actually um, something to do with Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. They're releasing an art book for this um, very, I think, soon, or it has released already. The 256-page book with 300 images of concept art, actual photos of Galaxy's Edge and stuff like that. And there's some really interesting things that were not 
brought to Galaxy's Edge in the concept art that I wanted to just highlight here. And um, some of the things that we get are um, they, you know, they have like a speeder bike that's kind of like a, it looks like a portable blue milk, like milkman type thing where it's like an Athorian pouring blue milk out of a big like storage container into a cup for people. So it's like a, like a, a food truck, I guess you'd say food speeder, a drink speeder. And you can, you can get that. Um, I know they had some bounty hunter um, ideas as well for different things. They had like a bounty hunter chase ride they had for a fast action speeder bike chase um, and a bantha named Ellie or Ely that I guess could be uh, able to ride through the land, which I think would be pretty cool. Um, mm -hmm. There's a quote here that says, we like the idea of a big beast lumbering through the land and having very personal connection with you. Imagineer Margaret Carrison said of Ely, so you would go up and pat her muzzle and then she would react to you. So you would go, so you would go on rides and actually um, had a path that went through the entire land. So like there's a dedicated trail that this beast would follow. And I assume it was animatronic or I don't think they would actually have an animal there. Um, just, <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. In the movies, they use like elephants back in the day or something, right? And they just put, yeah, yeah. They put like but things on top of them, right? It, it is something that kind of makes me curious about the next steps for Galaxy's Edge and add-ons for that. Right. Because they're saying for all these things that it basically came down to the animatronics didn't look on par with uh, good what enough. they wanted, yeah. Right? The animatronics that Disney's starting to pull off are ridiculous. ridiculous. Oh there, so there's God. a thing I saw recently. Um I'll I'll post I'll show it to you guys right now. I'll put I'll put the link in and I'll try to make sure that we have the link in the description. Yeah, I'll paste it in. But there. there was something I actually saw yesterday where it's it's the it's Disneyland Tokyo doing a Beauty and the Beast oh, ride yeah, and they that. have Bell animatronics for that. The animatronics are insanity. Yeah, I saw that. Like, yeah, uh yeah, if, if you've seen it, then then yeah, uh, take a look at this as well, because it is literally, I was looking at it, and I was like, this, because we were talking about it when we were looking at the Hondo stuff, and the Hondo stuff uh, activates my Uncanny Valley a little bit, <laughs> where I'm like, this is a little bit weird. I can tell that it's a puppet still, but I watched the Beauty and the be the, the Bell animations that they have, and I could not tell, I thought it was CG when I first saw it. Yeah, it's crazy. It but cool. too smooth yes g or you'd think somebody was in this exactly itself. was in it and i mean a big part of that i realized at a certain point was because in the first shot she's uh, the the two shots that they show is uh bell walking around with a lamp and then her with the horse i can't even remember the horse's name but in the shot with the lamp the lamp's actually moving on its own like it's, it's got its own weight animations i don't know if it's it's animation or if it's actually you know just programmed or they just gave her a lamp that actually sways but either way it's like Man, if their animatronics are at this point, and granted, they're saying for a lot of them that their animatronics aren't up to snuff because they're aliens that they were working with it. Like, man, that's kind of shocking. Granted, all the people they're talking about are aliens, you know, the between the creatures and the alien bartender and stuff like that. So maybe that's the other difference. But still, it makes it so that if they're ever going to expand Galaxy's Edge and put these things in, I'll be really looking forward to it because this bell... Like I was saying before, it doesn't activate my uncanny valley at all. No, like I didn't yeah. even get creeped. I'm not creeped out at all. It just looks this. like, oh, the cartoon's alive. Well, like I said, I thought it was CG at first, right? Yeah. The only reason I realized it isn't CG is in the second shot, you can see a human in the background. Yeah, and you can see on his computer like the, the whole yeah. mechanism and stuff like that. Yeah, well, just the fact that there's a human, right? I was like, oh, oh, oh this is real life. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's insane. The amount of effort that they're putting into 
this stuff just for the theme parks. I mean, I can see why, right? You got a once in a lifetime opportunity basically to co- go to, in this case, Tokyo and see this hyper realistic animatronic oh, stuff. I don't like, I'm not a huge Disney like cartoon fan. Like, I like Hercules mm. and like, there's some of them I really enjoy, but like, I'm not a huge fan of like Beauty and the Beast and everything like that. But like, oh, I would right. go see this. Yeah, no, just I'm to on the... see it. And yeah. see, like, I got a lot of my Disney knowledge from Kingdom Hearts, and so yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that, yeah. that's a little bit different generic base yeah. stuff, right? So mm-hmm. for seeing something like this, the only thing I'm I'm imagining now is like, see, you get this in Tokyo, then you'll get the North American version, and then you will get the Uncanny <laughs> Valley. Yeah, yeah. like oh god. Yeah, if they make it look realistic, that's the downside. Which is like, yeah. what kind of happened with Hondo? Where we had the Uncanny Valley because it made it look like a real yeah, alien yeah. kind of thing. Well, the thing Ed's saying is the, you know, the, the, the TV, quality is going to drop. Yeah. Anime TV, Netflix kind yeah, of meme. Right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But. All right. Yeah. It's, it's exciting stuff. Indeed. All right. Let's round this out now. Welcome to the outro for HoloNet Headlines. Um, before we really get into our final stuff, we do have to appreciate you, the fans of uh, Star Wars in general. And. We always do our fan pick of the podcast, and this today is I think we have a few good ones. Uh, Noah, mm-hmm. let's start off with yours. Uh, this was something that I believe a lot of people would really appreciate, actually. If oh yeah, it was, it was, it was to come out, yeah. And uh, yeah, ironically, I guess it, it's a little bit of a shot at the uh, the black figures we were talking about because this is the transition, uh, you know. Anakin, I think it's getting it's a little bit closer than what they were talking about. It's true. But so the thing I found is by a user named U Villain M. And uh, he did a I think I'm I assume it's a 3D render because it really looks like yeah. the style, but he did yeah. a Obi-Wan and Anakin, how they might have looked if the Clone Wars 2008, so the 3D Clone Wars, uh, began closer to Attack of the Clones. So we've got an Anakin and an Obi-Wan that look a lot more faithful to or not a lot more faithful they look very faithful to their episode two style but also clone uh, so wars. We, yeah but in the 3d yeah. uh, clone war style which is it's really good i you know if you hadn't told me that a fan had done this i would assume these were unused assets and then oh, i would have yeah. been angry because it's like why the hell didn't they use these but uh one of the people in the comments points out something uh which is basically you know that they're surprised that they didn't have these assets. There's a user called, I might as well give him a shout out, Wes underscore bug, where he's basically saying like, you know, he's surprised that they didn't end up using this in the Clone Wars. But at the same time, it does kind of make sense because then you have to build whole new models, rig them up. Yeah, we might eventually get early Clone Wars stuff, like maybe between episode one, episode two, because we got that one comic, the Obi-Wan Anakin comic, and I could totally see them doing an animated series in there to do some adventures with them. Even if it's like an Obi-Wan series was like six episodes. I just oh, want to they, see how he down. gets knighted. Yeah, if, if I want to see. I want to see Anakin's trials and everything. Oh yeah, like that. that'd be great. We we get to Clone Wars, and it's like, all right, I'm general and I'm a knight now. So it's like, great. Mm-hmm. I we knew you would be, but how? Yeah, yeah. What what I would love to see is if they did. So I mean, this is this is just pure fantasy at this point for me. But if they got uh, Gennady Jodorowsky to come in and work with Dave Filoni to create. You know, you make these same kind of models and do like a, a prequel to the Clone Wars 2008 series with this stuff that's kind of not necessarily aping, but, you know, drawing inspiration from Tartofsky's uh, 2003, I think, Clone Wars series. Yeah. That would be amazing. I would go nuts. Yeah. yeah really, really nice work. 
Oh, it was a nice, it's nice, definitely nice image. And just to show you just what fans can do with mm-hmm. how much they love a series and what they'll put their time towards. So this really should be taken into consideration or at least very much appreciated by uh, that team that did Clone Wars. Oh, yeah. um, Dan, your pick of the podcast. Of the uh, pick of the podcast that I had for this one, a fan pick, is some um, art that Genezine, uh, G-E-N-E-Z-H-I-N-E on Instagram, uh, put up and it's um uh, mads mickelson as grand admiral thrawn and it's really cool and they use a really cool trick of lighting on that they say and i don't agree with the casting because i think um his brother who voices thrawn in the rebel series uh lars mickelson i think his name is uh mm-hmm. i think he would be a better cast but i mean this looks great and i would be you know from what i would see there i'd be like yeah i could totally see that but you'd have mm-hmm. to have his brother voice him or voiceover like you yeah, know what i mean sure. i feel like if you have the rebels thrawn voice you need that voice to come back but i mean we didn't get it with ahsoka so you know we might get mads mickelson's interpretation of it which would be interesting if he was cast but yeah i love this art very realistic mm-hmm. very true to both thrawn and to mads mickelson so i'll put that link in the description if you have an instagram account you can see it so, yeah yeah the the only the only thing because I'm, I'm with you i really like this art i think it does a really good job portraying um mads mickelson as thrawn yeah. the only thing that bugs me a little bit is that is the uh stubble yes yes i don't see thrawn with that stubble but i'm curious because I, I don't know the user's pro- uh, process yeah but i'm curious if they manipulated a photo because if they manipulated a photo then i can completely understand sure. you know the, there, I, I have no idea how you would get rid of that stubble and still make it look good. The one so in that case, I, I can see it. Is they might have put the stubble in there if it's it's a drawing only because the Thrawn or the Ahsoka series might deal with Thrawn in the you know unknown regions and he hasn't been able to shave right, so he has that stubble That's or like true. a beard or something like that. You know, have have we ever seen a chiss. canon chiss with facial hair? I think in Swotor, not canon, but I think in Swotor there was, and okay. technically you can put beards there on was your not. character. But not in you Canada. can custom do it, but yeah. the characters who show up in universe do not. Okay, mm-hmm. they will have different hairstyles, but not facial hair. Okay, that's okay. good to know. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm down yeah, for overall. Eddie Mickelson, great. let's go. <laughs> let's go. Uh, um, so for my pick, I was on Reddit, and I came across a post that was just—it was under merchandise, but I don't. I this is just more collection, oh. really. It is mm-hmm. a ton of helmets Every one uh, of them dating almost. back from the Clone Wars and all the clones that eventually became Stormtroopers, that became Dark Troopers and Imperial Guard and Sith Troopers. Like it's got Vader's helmet. The only, but this is like helmet for Im- Imperials. So like you won't find mm-hmm. Mandalorian helmets or anything like that. But like I love them, and like these, this whole collection here is insane and. If this is, I doubt this is all handmade, but if it is, that'd be fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. But even that alone, like, I don't care. Like, it looks like a barracks you would have almost. Yeah. Like, all right, all right, team, go pick up your, your helmets and let's go. Like, or just like one. a maintenance That's me. group. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, well, no, if the Stormtrooper one, I was like, which one do you want? Oh, the Vader one looks pretty cool. I'm going to put that one on today. <laughs> and not just it, right? Imagine trying to go through COVID 19 and you just go through it's like, all right, what helmet am I wearing outside today at this point? Yeah. <laughs> Like, now, this would be the perfect opportunity for something like this. Here's a good question for you. Now that you guys have seen these, and the question is for the post, you can only choose one. Which one is it? Which one do you choose? Ah, oh, you stole my question. <laughs> oh, okay. Use use rows and then, like, down. So, like... Oh, I, yeah. yeah, I already know which one. There actually is a Mandalorian-style T-visor. 
at that point if you would want to do that it looks unfinished mm-hmm. but it is there um this is a tough question but do you see that phase one clone trooper from attack on the clones helmet it's at the, the pure white one well a lot of them are but bottom <laughs> second to the last row um yeah you see it there right with little that yeah. one i loved and you've got mm. like the arc trooper ones and the omega squad ones kind of um or not omega squad just the the nulls i guess you could say yeah mm. on the other side that looked really nice as well because then they're in that same design just with different color strips um it'd have to be between be between one of those probably the green one you like the phase okay. one troopers yeah nice. it's 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 that not so much grimace looking mask to it but just like a they they still look like the geonosian kind of bug helmets and i mm-hmm. really like those yeah that makes sense Pretty good how about you noma oh mine is commander bly 100 percent. I, I love so bly is second row he's fourth from the right it's the yellow and brown with i love the visor yeah phase two clone trooper commander with the enhanced tactical visor i i love that i hate the colors one of my favorites i like the look but i hate the colors yeah the colors aren't my favorite but i just i like that is that is the helmet i love the most and uh, yeah yeah mine would be it's tough for me there's a couple that i really like because galactic marines up there we've got Mm. which one's the galactic um, marine uh, Galactic Marine is first row, far right. It's oh, the, the purple, purple with yeah. the the mask. Like yeah, no that one. The Cody one's really good. There's a bunch of of clone helmets that I really like, but yeah, Bly is definitely my favorite. Yeah, mine's. I'm torn between the Commando Republic Commando top right, third from the right, mm-hmm. um, and then the um, was it last row and fourth from the left is the Tank Trooper from Rogue One. Bottom row, oh, okay, fourth yeah. left. Oh, fourth. I was yeah. doing the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, that one's really cool. The and it's all like weather and stuff like that. That's the one that yeah. they have in the Mandalorian with um, mm-hmm. um, Bill Burr's Bilber? character in, yeah. Yeah, in Mandalorian. Um, yeah. So that was pretty like, cool. I like those two. Those are probably my choices. And I, I think of it from the perspective, like reading the Hard Contact series mm. it, or the Republic Commander series, I guess, it, I won't say ruined because it sounds negative, but like there was so much description and dedication in those books where it was just like you had them, their helmets, and they had like different frequencies and they had a, a heads up display and everything. And oh, they were looking yeah. at some of these and just like, you know, what would be the most like, how would you get the most information on one of these helmets? And that's why I like the phase one one so much because it seems like you could have like a scrolling text kind of thing there without like mm. getting that weird cutout of a visor where like it's it like cuts back up so like you wouldn't be able to see but this one's like that strip along so it'd be look it'd be like you're looking through glasses kind of right Mm -hmm. and still getting all that feed done like a google glass almost yeah but uh, i i love that sorry i love that scene that you talk about where uh attain puts on dar i think it's darman's helmet Mm -hmm. and she just is looking at like 60 screens it's like how how do you process all this exactly because like there's so much information there and there's targeting and there's everything Mm -hmm. she's like i just thought it was a helmet yeah yeah my god and it was like yeah yeah there's a lot that goes through those and we don't see that and nobody goes into detail about that except for karen travis i'm gonna Mm -hmm. say this till death that she made one of the best yes yeah book series 
that could have come out of this. Oh, and so good. The fact that it's not there anymore is such a disservice. Comes back mm-hmm. That'd be dope. Like they're doing that 50th anniversary thing for all these books. That should be yeah. oh, in yeah. that if they're yeah, like, honoring anything. And just that whole series. Just bring it back into new into new canon because there was nothing in that series I can remember that conflicts with the new canon at yeah, all. She has to stop writing because there was going to be conflict. Yeah. So up to that, there is none. I hope they bring yeah. it back. Just, uh, I hope they bring it back. And if she writes like new stuff that's like on the same vein or has like things from it in it, I'd be down. I just I just need her, and this is just I'll try to keep this non-spoilery, but I just need her to tweak what happens to certain characters mm. <laughs> by the end of the series. Cause man, that was one of the first books that I read where I was it was like heartbreaking what happens to some of those characters. Well, that's a good emotion to have in a book. That's about right? and that's why, yeah. Like yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't want anything but just for her to get acknowledgement. That's oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, she back, cause she's a great writer. Mm. Excellent. Now we've rounded that out. Um, if you see any of these from the fan picks and you have your own or you want to get in on the any of the discussions we just had about the picks of the podcast. You want to let us know what your um, favorite helmet is. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just use the hashtag, you know, voice the fans pick or something. Um, or in the subject line if you're emailing. BOTF helmets. There you go. Exactly. (laughs) And just to reiterate how you can contact us, Noma, let them know. Yeah, so we've got a whole bunch of ways you can contact us. First is our email, which is voiceoftheforce at gmail.com. We've also got a Twitter and Instagram, which is at voiceforcepod for both handles. Retweeting our new episodes and tweets on your stories does help with our growing listener base and is very much appreciated. We've also got a website, which is www.voiceoftheforce.com. And as always, you can listen, rate, review, subscribe, and follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and honestly, wherever you listen to podcasts. Reviewing helps with the visibility, and like we said, is very, very much appreciated. And you can subscribe for free for the latest episodes as soon as it releases. Thank you, Noma. And as always, thank you for listening, and may the Force be with you.